are female runners now. And so Catherine Switzer, she runs this race, and she's in about mile six, right? So roughly 20 miles left to go. Um, like, I don't even like driving that sort of distance. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on. <laughs> I'm not about to run it. <laughs> like, I'm like all about 5Ks, but a marathon, like, come on. Um, so she is running this race. She's in mile six, and uh, she, there's someone screaming at her and yelling behind her, and it's the race manager. And he tells her to get out of his race. He starts, like, grabbing at her, trying to, like, physically stop her from running his race. And it's like, what, do you own the road, dude? Come on. And not only is she running the Boston Marathon, which is, like, like the symbol for the Boston Marathon is a unicorn because it's so hard to get into and it's hard to do. Like, there's this, there's this area called, like, uh, uh, what is it? It's, like, Heartbreak Hill. And so it's, like, it's a nightmare, like, but it's amazing. So... Um, this race, so, so she's, like, kind of in physical danger to an extent. Um, the race manager gets tackled by her boyfriend. So the guy in the black, that's the race manager. Uh, the guy in the shorty shorts, that is her boyfriend. <laughs> it was old school, okay? It was <laughs> and so that's her boyfriend, and she tackles the race manager, and he, like, what you don't see in the picture is that he actually, like, falls completely, and then she's like, oh, my gosh, we're, we're going to get sued. I'm going to get kicked out of the race, and like, we're going to go to jail. And so then her boyfriend is like, why did you make me do that? Blah, blah, blah. Like, if we wouldn't have signed up for this stupid race. And she's like, I just want to run, dude. <laughs> and, so, and so now Catherine has ran seven miles. Someone has tried to physically stop her. Her boyfriend is, like, blaming her for his actions. And she's still got 20 miles left, you know, give or take. And can't, much, can't get much tougher than that. And I forgot to mention that, like, the weather conditions, like, rain and sleet. <laughs> like, what a bummer. <laughs> and, and, like, obviously this is, like, a like, tremendous point in history and a super cool story. She has her own website and everything. Um, but many of us have felt like, dude, this race <laughs> or whatever it is that I'm going through right now, like, this is tough enough and there's this. <laughs> And now there's this, and I've never had seasonal allergies in my life, and I moved to Terry Haute, Indiana, and I'm like, okay, so now I'm allergic to the air? Like, what is going on? Like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> like, we've all been, and like, it's like, like, we truly get to these moments where it's like, I can't do this much longer. I don't know what else I'm going to do with this situation. If you haven't been there kind of want to say the word guarantee, kind of want to say the word promise, but I won't because those are really big words for me to use, but it's probably going to happen at some point, very likely. Like we've all been faced with or will face moments of this needing to tap into endurance. And these moments where we really need endurance, like it can make or break a person. It really can, like in every way, like mentally, emotionally, spiritually, even physically. Like what Ben was talking about last night of like like the like hurry sickness or whatever the term was like like you get run down and like if you don't have it in you which like by the way our bodies aren't meant to go being busy for that long like it, it can wreck you um like our our immune systems get low like we just aren't meant to keep going and keep going and it seems like right after we got through something trying we just have to deal with this other thing that popped up and not to mention we have to be decent people <laughs> in the meantime. Like, 
we still have to be people who reflect Jesus and who love each other, right? And, and I would be lying if I said that it didn't feel like kind of a sick joke sometimes. <laughs> I'm like, are you kidding me? Okay, fine, I'll do it. But we know it's not. We do know that trials are a part of life. Being a Christian is not easy work, and loving people can be hard. Half the girls in this room have heard me say it, that like, loving people is the hardest thing <laughs> that I have ever done. <laughs> and it really is. Whether that's like myself, my family, my three-year-old, who's like just as opinionated and outspoken as I am, <laughs> like, it's hard out there, right? But tonight, I do want to give some encouragement. I don't want to be like, ah, oh, life's a bummer, deal with it, endure. No, there's like a ton of hope packed in here, too. Um, but the encouragement, it's, it's just mainly going to be through scriptures tonight, and we're going to have, um, I like crowd participation, I'm sorry, you guys, but here I go. All right, and so uh, first I'm going to pray, um, and then we'll get into the scripture. Uh, Father God, thank you for this evening. Thank you for um, just the blessings that we've experienced. Uh, just thank you for knowing us and um, being our source of strength and peace and um, steadfast love, and uh, thank you for showing us those things, and that um, I just pray that we can reflect those things as well. Um, be with us tonight as we listen and hear what you have to say through your word. Um, and yeah, we love you, Jesus. Amen. Okay, so we've got a whole bunch of scriptures. If you, <laughs> can't believe you're like, girl, what? <laughs> okay, feel free to take a picture of this. I do have this in version, which I got in the nick of time. Happened today at 2.15, right before I was about to leave. So it's on there, and version is accessible. Should be, I hope. <laughs> okay, Ben said yes. <laughs> All right, so feel free to take pictures. It's also going to be on the slides, and it is in version. so don't panic. If you're a note taker, I'm sorry, so am I. This is like my nightmare. Okay, so James 1.12 should be on the slides. Okay, so what we're going to do, I'm going to read the scripture, and you guys are going to tell me, like, where's the hope in here? You know, like, all of this is about, like, endurance, steadfast, blah, 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 obviously. <laughs> That's the whole thing about tonight. But you're also going to share with me, like, what's the good stuff in this, okay? So, James 1.12, Blessed is the man who remains steadfast under trial, for when he has stood the test, he will receive the crown of life, which God has promised to those who love him. All right, tell me the good. Crown of life, crown of life I agree. All right, Isaiah 40.31, but they who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. All right, where's the good? Renew their strength. Renew their strength. <laughs> 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 no, hold on. Yeah, for sure. Walk and not faint. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> All right. Uh, but so, so Keandre, like, we're, like, according to this verse, like, where are we getting our strength from? So that, like, where does that patience and, like, the strength to do that? Amen. Nailed it. Man, gold star for all you guys. <laughs> all right. First Corinthians fifteen fifty eight. Therefore, my beloved brothers, be steadfast and movable, always abounding, 
always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that in the Lord your labor is not in vain. Here's the good. Over in this section, over here. Yes. Yeah, and vain is just like, vain means like nothing. It means emptiness. So like, it's not worthless. I agree, Joel. Um, so yeah, like the work that you're doing, it's not, it's not for nothing. I find that to be very encouraging and equally hard. <laughs> Hebrews 12, 1 through 2. Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us also lay aside every weight and sin which clings so closely, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is seated at the right hand of the throne of God. All right, where's the good? It's all. It's all. Copy and paste. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, James 1, 2 through 4. You guys are like, oh, I knew this was coming. Count it, count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet various trials of various kinds, for you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness, and let steadfastness have its full effect that you may be perfect and complete, not lacking in nothing. How about this area over here? What are you thinking? Where's the good? Yes, produces steadfastness. Uh, let's see, where am I? Yeah, and like that comes from the testing of your faith, from, of your faith when you meet these various trials. <sighs> okay, I think we're over halfway. All right. <laughs> First Corinthians 9.24. Do you not know that in a race all the runners run, but only one receives the prize? So run that you may obtain it. Where's the good? Salvation. Yeah. Yeah, I would say that's the prize. All right, Philippians 3, 13 through 14. Brothers, I do not consider that I have made it my own, but one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead, I press on towards the goal for the prize of the upward call of God and Christ Jesus. Oh, these two couches right here. <laughs> That's like such a little selection. I'm sorry. Hey, Taylor. What's up? I didn't realize you were here tonight. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, it's from these two couches. <laughs> oh, Noah did not it. You're it. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You don't have to. <laughs> well, you. That's okay. So yeah, I mean. Yeah, it's the prize. And what is the prize? Perfect question. <laughs> Love it. I mean, you nailed it. It is the prize. Uh, prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Romans 5, 3 through 4. There's only two left, you guys. You can do this. All right. Not only that, but we rejoice in our sufferings, knowing that suffering produces endurance, and endurance produces character, and character produces hope. Suffering is the home. <laughs> Hope, yeah, nailed it. it. Produces character, 
we, like, we rejoice in our sufferings. Uh, last one, Galatians 6, verse 9. And let us not grow weary of doing good, for in due, re- for in due season we will reap if we do not give up. In due season, we will reap. We will. Like, that's a promise. And we can rest in that. And, like, those are just scriptures. That <laughs> you guys did great. Good job. Just up yourselves. <laughs> you guys are probably like, oh, great. Hannah's teaching. Everyone, like, don't make eye contact. And, like, so, like, those, <laughs> those are just scriptures that mention the word enduring and steadfast. And, like, I want you to think about people in the Bible who have endured much, too. Like, Hello, Job, <laughs> who was facing trial after trial after trial from, like, so many different sides, like, physically, like, socially, uh, spiritually, and still rested in the wisdom of God. Like, Job is, like, a book about wisdom, like, not just suffering. Um, think about Jeremiah, who is called the weeping prophet. <laughs> like, he had watched the holy city crumble and still recognized that the Lord is good and his love endures forever. And think about Paul, who was physically abused for the sake of the gospel, who had no choice but to get creative in sharing the gospel by writing letters, like, to those who just needed it, whether they needed encouragement or, like, hey, come on, guys, come on, we can do better. Or, um, let's see, Naomi, who, I mean, she told people, that she's like, you know what, just don't even call me Naomi anymore, call me bitter, because that's how I feel, that is my identity right now, call me bitter. I'm done with this, and Ruth is like, no, like, I'm going to be faithful to you, and so think about those people, and obviously thinking of Jesus himself, like, talk about enduring and suffering, like, this ought to be our ultimate example of endurance, I mean, he suffered ridicule, harassment, people being unfair to him, and what I mean by unfair is, like, unjust, Um, and this is all happening even, like, before he dies on the cross, like, like, Jesus was betrayed by one of his friends. He was denied three times by one of his closest friends. He was even, like, separated from the Father for a moment of time. And, like, imagine having your very self, like, torn in two, like, so that those who were torturing you could experience the grace of God. And so if anyone understands, it's Jesus. And something my mom likes to say is, like, there's no new problem under the sun, Hannah, like, there's nothing new under the sun. And this means that what I've gone through, like, so has she, so, so has her mother, and her mother, and her mother, um, and basically, like, history repeats itself. Um, like, but, in, and I absolutely agree with that, like, yeah, for sure. There may not be any new problem, but I do think that, like, from generation to generation, and from, like, person to person, I think those problems look different, like, you know, Catherine Switzer, she's not dealing with the same stuff Hannah is. I'm just out of shape. You know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to run the Boston Marathon anytime soon. But, like, and I always thought that this was, like, a jab from me, like, from my mom of, like, you just got to deal with it, Hannah. And she's absolutely right. I do just have to deal with it. Got to figure it out because I'm a growing up. Ugh. But, like, <laughs> but I always thought that was just, like, a saying from my mom until my husband and I went through Ecclesiastes this summer and it's, like, right in the first chapter. Has anyone read Ecclesiastes before? Oh, my gosh. It's, like, so funny to me sometimes. Because <laughs> it's, like, everything is futile. 
none of this matters. Jesus is good, or like God is good, and it's like, <laughs> I'm having like emotional whiplash here. Anyway, <laughs> and so, and so in chapter one, like not even the first 10, like we get to just to chapter, just to verse nine, and it says, what has been will be again, what has been done will be done again. There is nothing new under the sun. Like, suffering is not a new concept. What you have dealt with is not a brand new issue. And, like, there have been times where I'll be, <laughs> I'm 20 weeks pregnant. I'm halfway through. Oh, praise the Lord. Thank you. Thank you. I feel like I've been working really hard. <laughs> but, like, I also, like, it is definitely a temptation for me to be, like, like, to act as if I'm the only person ever to, that has ever been pregnant. I'm like, no one understands how hard this is. I'm so tired. Like, that sounds so good to eat right now. And I take two bites, and I'm like, nope, I'm done. Like, I hate it. <laughs> I'm over it. <laughs> and so I, and like, like, people are pregnant all the time. Like, all the time, you know? And it's like, but I can so easily believe those sneaky little lies that Satan is definitely using of, like, well, it's different because X, Y, Z. Or, like, it's different because my job has late nights and early mornings, so it's different. And it's like, no, it's not, Hannah. Like, get a grip. Like, your suffering is not brand new. Pregnancy is, like, one of the oldest things in the world. Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> like, come on. And even if that were true, say I was the only pregnant person in the entire universe, that is not a pass to treat others poorly and to not try to have joy, and it doesn't give me an excuse to not do my best. Is there grace? Absolutely. Do I have an expectation of others to fully understand and give me a pass? No, I really don't. I appreciate it whenever I do have that grace, and I get a lot of it. <laughs> um, and don't get me wrong, I will use a pregnancy card when I can. <laughs> and, but it's usually my husband getting me a snack or, like, carrying something for me, or my husband and Ben and Adam. <laughs> Those two. That is who the pregnancy card is reserved for. That, I don't know, if we're close enough, I'll probably use it on you too. Um, so when we inevitably run into trials and issues or just hard life things, like we need to be looking to the cross. All right, that's it. Good night. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> like we know that Jesus fully understands our position and we can give everything to him and keep our eyes forward and run the race that was given to us to run this race of salvation, to run this race of having faith, to run this race of being a Christian. And something I heard a few years ago at one of our winter retreats, and this will always stick with me. Um, so the speaker was John, um, and he had just gotten done telling us about like some really significant trials that his family um, were, were facing. And then he said this, and he said, I think that going through the motion of the motions of faith gets a bad rep. Sometimes that is all you have left. Sometimes that is all you have left. <laughs> and what he was saying is that even if your heart isn't completely in it, if you're reading your Bible just out of habit, that is okay sometimes. Like if that's all you've got left of like, all right, my alarm went off and I'm going to do this. Like, give yourself the grace and like like you are still showing up to an extent like even if you're not like gung-ho like yeah I can't wait to see what Jesus has to say about suffering today it's like you're still reading it and we know that like the word of God does not fall on deaf ears it doesn't who knows how God is going to speak in that moment like 
if your prayer is just, God, I'm really tired. <sighs> Amen. <laughs> you know, or if your prayer is just like gasping for breath, like that's okay. Like that's enough. It's fine. Sometimes that is all you have left. But we do have a responsibility to get ourselves through it. Let me correct that. We're not getting ourselves through it. To lean into the strength of God, to lean on these promises, and to get our strength from something that is far bigger than we are. Like, I consider myself to be a strong person, but I can also be really weak a lot of the time. <laughs> a lot of the time. Like, if your prayer life isn't feeling very rich, but you're still praying, good job. I'm so proud of you. Like, if all you have left is going through the motions till you're done with that season, just let it be a season and move on. But we have to make it through. Uh, and so Catherine Switzer, she went on to finish the Boston Marathon with her coach and her teammate. I don't know what happened to her boyfriend. I don't really care. But when she, <laughs> when she finished the race, she pulled off her shoes and her socks were covered with blood and her blisters had blisters. Her sweatsuit was drenched in ice cold rain and sleet and she was exhausted. Not only did she finish that race, but she started something amazing for athletes around the world. She has a charity that helps runners reach their goals. Um, she's written books for women in running. Uh, she ended up even making history because she had one goal in mind, and that was to run the race no matter who told her she couldn't, even the people who were in charge. And so two things I want to leave you with. Enduring gets easier when you look at trials through a gospel lens. Enduring gets easier when you look at trials through a gospel lens. And what I mean is that we have a purpose. Like, just what you said, Joel, like, it's not in vain. Like, we have a purpose, and it's to love Jesus through every season, every trial, every storm. Love Jesus, love others. Not just when things are high or when things are low, constantly. That alone is your testament to Jesus. Second, your suffering is not a waste when you have a kingdom mindset. There's very much a goal in mind. And think of those scriptures that we talked about earlier. Like, aren't we running this race like Paul says? And then we're just like, all right, well, here's your little Halloween Olympian medal. Oh, like, we get eternal life. Like, we get to win others over to Jesus. We get to share this kingdom of glory, not only with our brothers and sisters, but to dwell in the presence of God for eternity, it's not a waste. I promise it's not a waste. I don't know what race you're running. I don't know what trials you've faced. I'm sure a lot of us really aren't that different from each other. Um, I see a lot of me and a lot of you. Um, and, and I know that you've had them, and I know you will. But I promise you, your story is so far from over. And I pray that you realize that you can get through this. Whether you're in it, you just got out of it, you know, something tough is coming up, you have a responsibility to choose how you get through this. You can do it on your own, which will be hard. Or you can rely on Jesus and the support of those around you, which will still be hard, but with purpose. We love you guys, and we're here for you. And with that, we'll go ahead and go into connection group.